My friends, Space Explorers, this week has been beyond anything I could have ever imagined for BVS. It's been amazing. So let's, let's see if your parents can catch on to something. Are you ready? To infinity. Good job. Okay, so that's it, parents. When I say to infinity, that's exactly what you say. And we've been saying this all week because we've been checking out how God's love for us is to infinity. That's right. We have had such an incredible week at VBS, and the time of fun does not stop. We have another morning filled with amazing stories that are beyond anything that we could ever imagine. But I'd love if you would pray with me first. So please close your eyes, bow your heads. Lord, thank you so much for all of my friends that are here, everyone who is here to experience your beyond love, your beyond power, Lord. Thank you that you work in our hearts and in our lives, that you taught us so much this week. We're so thankful. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so parents, welcome. We had an incredible week that, I, like I said, doesn't stop today, but we talked about how God's love is beyond our imagination. We talked about how God's power is working in us, how God's faithfulness to us is beyond anything we could ever understand. And this week, I wanted to share with you that your kiddos made some choices. They made some next steps in their faith journey. We had 24 kiddos make a first-time decision to trust and follow Jesus. It's not amazing. We have 40 friends that are interested in getting baptized. We have 20 friends who want to tell someone about God's great big beyond love. So cool, right? And we have 120 friends who are ready to know more about God's great big love for them. So today, let's talk about just that. Are you ready? To infinity. Here is a story from the Bible, from the book of Jonah. But I need my astronaut friends to come help me. Astronaut friends, are you around? Are you around? Can you please come on out? Here we go. Now we're getting ready. We're getting ready for this. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. This is the story of Jonah. The Lord gave a message to Jonah. Get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. So, Jonah bought a ticket, he got on a boat, and he went the complete opposite direction of where he was supposed to be going. You see, the Lord, he hurled a powerful wind over the sea, causing a violent, raging storm. Fearing for their lives, the desperate sailors shouted. They threw their cargo overboard to lighten the ship. But all this time, Jonah was asleep down in the hole. So the captain went down after him and said, uh, how can you sleep at a time like this? Get up and pray to your God. Maybe he will pay attention to us and spare our lives. They said, why has this awful storm come down on us? Who are you and what is your line of work? Jonah answered, I work, I work for and worship the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the land. Throw me into the sea and it will become calm again. I know that this terrible storm is all my fault. So they cried out to the Lord, Jonah's God, and then the sailors picked up Jonah and threw him into the raging sea. And the storm stopped all at once. Now the Lord arranged for a great big giant fish to come and swallow up Jonah. Wild, wild, I know. 
just beyond anything you could ever imagine. Crazy. Then Jonah prayed inside the fish. He cried out to God. And guess what? The Lord ordered the fish to spit Jonah out onto the beach. There we go. Good job, Jonah. You made it. Then the Lord spoke to Jonah a second time. And this time, Jonah listened. He said, get up and go to the great city of Nineveh and deliver a message I have given you. This time, Jonah obeyed the Lord's command and went to Nineveh. And amazing things happened. Give them a round of applause. They did an excellent job. My friends, if you were with us this week, you know the end of this story. You know how it goes. Jonah went to the city of Nineveh and he told the people that they were worshiping the wrong things. And guess what? The king, he ordered all of the people in the whole city to worship the real, living, true God whose love is beyond anything we could ever understand. And the people did it and God saved the people. Here's what you need to know today. God's love for you is beyond. His love for you is beyond any failure you could ever do. Do you guys ever feel like you mess up sometimes? Who here fails on the regular? Yeah, I figured quite a lot of us, right? Because we all do. You see, failure is like a black hole. It feels like it's going to suck us in and keep us captive and keep us trapped. It's kind of like this. Callie, are you here? I need you to help me and my astronaut friends. Come on out. Come on out. Let's see. You see, sin, little sticky, little tricky, like a black hole coming to suck us in and trap us forever. Sometimes your failures hurt so bad that it feels like you will never recover from them. Sometimes you feel like you have failed so bad that nothing could ever save you from this black hole of sin, this black hole of failure. All right, let's check in on our friend Callie. Callie, are you feeling maybe just a little bit stuck there? Yeah, she's, she's a little bit stuck. But Callie, this week, haven't we been learning about God's beyond love for us? Haven't we been learning about God's beyond power that lives in us? We have. And we have learned that God's beyond love is for all of us. For all of us. Mr. Zach already got the tricky thing. Um, his beyond love is for all of us. He sent his son, Jesus, the rescuer, to come and take the punishment for our sin, to come and step into life with us and to make a way for us to be unstuck, to, for a way to be us to be unstuck from our failure. So I have Mr. Zach here. He's gonna help Callie get unstuck because there's no way she's getting unstuck on her own. So he's gonna unstick her right now. But my friends, this is what you need to know. Nothing you could ever do in your life ever would separate you from God's love for you. No failure, no heartbreak, no sickness, nothing can separate you from the deep, powerful love of God. Let's see. Callie, give her a round of applause. She's unstuck. Here at Beach Point, we want you to know and we want your kids to know that failures aren't the end, that there's always more to the story, that God's beyond love is always sitting there waiting for us, waiting for us to cry out. So I wanted to read you um, a verse. This is from Jonah's prayer. This is what Jonah said inside that whale. He said, I cried out to the Lord in my great trouble and he answered me. 
I called to you from the land of the dead, and Lord, you heard me. My friends, God always hears you. His beyond love is always waiting for you. It's right there for you to turn to. Isn't that incredible? So uh, we have another guest here today, Pastor Bill. Wherever he is, he's going to come join us on the stage right now. But remember that God's love for you is so deep. It's beyond. Are you ready, Pastor Bill? You good? Can I take all my things? Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I got a mic. It's in my pocket. Well, I, you know, they're, they're, we need to do something. Can we say just first, can we say thank you to Jackie for all that she has done? She's been sitting on that, that uh, VBS since 2019. We were supposed to do it in 2020, but, you know, stuff happened. And uh, so she has been, she's done an amazing job. Um, can we also thank uh, Pastor Amy? All the things that she did. I don't know if you know that this marks the 18th anniversary. Amy's been on staff, her 17th VBS that she's been a part of. And... Uh, I also want to thank, I, you guys might know this, I, but I, it's worth repeating. All that music, that is all put together by Mitch Krebs and his team, and they do an incredible job. And if you're cool like me, you can listen to all those uh, songs on Spotify or Apple Music. They're already there for you to listen to. I listen, I've been listening to them for like the last month, and it's been so much fun. They're, they're so good. And... Uh, Ashley, Reagan, all these people who are doing all the choreography, all our tech people in the back. Most of them are middle school and high school students. Uh, we just want to say thank you to all of you. I, last, I think going into last week, the estimate was about 210 people volunteering for Vacation Bible School, and I think it got up to somewhere around like 260 people, different people that were helping out in some way. And it's just incredible to think of all of you who are doing this. Psalm 78, uh, that's just a photo of volunteers. When you look at that, isn't that incredible? It, and really, it speaks to the faithfulness of a church who is, uh, we are trying to pass on the faith to the next generation. But one thing came to mind to me, this, uh, this VBS, and that is our volunteers are growing up. Did you know that 100 of those volunteers used to be kids? They were kids. Some of you were their teachers. Uh, and so I was thinking about this. I, I, got, I captured this. Watching this year's VBS, which I think was probably my favorite one yet, uh, I realized something. Our kids, and this is for all parents here, our kids are growing up fast. They are growing up so quickly. Uh, here's a picture from 2003, or, or 2000, I'm sorry, 2013 and 2022. So just so you notice, like there's my daughter and my son. My son was a senior in high school volunteering here at VBS. My daughter was a six-year-old. Last week, 
Andrew, uh, he, was, he was Jackie and Amy put together. He had to run his VBS at his church, and they ran, did the Ride the Wave VBS. And he was running a VBS, and Becca was there helping him to run it. And I was just struck like, wow, our kids are growing up so fast. Uh, here's a couple. In fact, you might notice uh, some of these kids who are now up on the stage. These are some of the before and after shots of them when they were just little kids here, and now the roles that they're playing here at the, in the production. And it makes you think, wow, there's Sandra in high school, and now she was up singing and dancing on the last day. She's eight and a half months pregnant. So, uh, and so see... I mean, this is just so much fun, seeing these photos and seeing everyone grow up, looking coach, uh, there, all these, all these kids growing up. And I just want to say to you parents, and I know you know this, uh, but our kids are growing up really quickly. Uh, and our kids are being formed. They're being shaped. And the question, of course, is what, well, what's shaping them? What's forming them? What, what is having the most influence on them in their lives as they're growing up so fast and all these things from the outside? And what I was struck by is on Wednesday, uh, Jackie's big idea was simply this, that God's plans are beyond your plans, that God's plans are beyond your plans. And it was such a great thing to think about as a parent and to think about my kids growing up because I've got plans for my kids. I think you have plans for your kids, but I had to be reminded that God's plans are so far beyond my plans for my own kids. And I was struck by the, the uh, verse that we are teaching this week to our kids um, this memory verse, we'll put it up here on the, on the screen. It's from Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. This idea that as he, uh, the Apostle Paul comes to the end, or kind of the end of a section of teaching all these amazing things about God, he pauses, takes a breath, and he says about this amazing God who's brought us from death to life, who's given us salvation, who wants amazing things for our lives, who's invited us into good works. He says to us now, he says that, to this God who is able through his mighty power of work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. He's, he's giving praise to this God who's able through this power at work in us to do infinitely more than we can hope for or think, that we could ask or think. And I was thinking about this verse because um, it comes in the, the, this little letter called Ephesians. And a month ago, I was in Ephesus, uh, this city where this, was, uh, this came to. And uh, this phrase, so uh, here's this, it's, a, it's an amazing place. It's an amazing, I'm walking through these ruins of all these, uh, and it's just a display of power everywhere you go. Whether it's an altar or a statue to Nike or to Artemis, um, some god, everywhere you go, there's some way in which it's showing how strong and mighty the Roman Empire is, how strong and mighty Ephesus is. And one of the cool things was I got a chance, um, Lynn Kohick was uh, there as one of our professors teaching. So I'm, we're sitting in this Ephesian amphitheater. And uh, just to give you an idea, Lynn wrote this giant book on the, the letter to the Ephesians. Super bright woman. Uh, and so we're sitting there listening to uh, this brilliant professor talk about uh, the Ephesians in Ephesus and thinking about this. And in this, uh, 
what you see as you, as you kind of take it all in, you take in all these displays of power. And then one of the most interesting things that we saw when we were in Ephesus was this little symbol here I'm going to show you. Um, it looks like a, like a, if you can kind of look in the bottom corner, bottom corner, you'll see a circle uh, with the little lines there. Now, they've been trying to figure out, they, they found these circles all around the city. And they've been trying to figure out what, what do these circles represent? And a uh, couple, couple theories. One is maybe it's a game board. Maybe it was a game that they played on the streets. Uh, others think that's where Domino's had their headquarters. And that's where you order pizza from. Uh, but one of the things, and Saba, our, our tour guide, was saying, one of the things that archaeologists have found sometimes is that you'll find these letters, these Greek letters that are in these six pieces. And the letters spell the word ichthus. And uh, if you know this, this uh, it's the word fish. And it was kind of a code, kind of a, a code for Christians to identify themselves. And so ichthus, uh, each letter stands for a Greek word. Jesus, son of God, uh, savior. This idea that, that uh, these people would identify themselves as being followers of Jesus in the midst of this incredible empire. And it had me just thinking of the, the way that this verse is speaking, that as powerful as you see this empire, there is a power at work in you that is infinitely beyond anything you see around you, anything you would think, anything you would imagine. And so I, I, it, uh, I wanted to see what Lynn wanted to say about this, and I was looking in her commentary and what, and what she wrote. And one of the things that's so fascinating is when you look at that phrase there, in that verse, to, that we say that he can, is able to do infinitely uh, beyond, he's able to do infinitely more than we might ask or think. Uh, what, how we translate that in English, it, it kind of simplifies it. Uh, it's, it's bigger than that. And, and to help you understand it, uh, hey, Sadie, will you help me? To help you understand it, I want you to, you got to understand a little something about the, the, the grammar. So, Sadie, I want you to, you're going to help me teach everything you know about Greek grammar, okay? Biblical Greek grammar. <laughs> your dad, what do you mean, what's that? Didn't your dad prepare you for this? Oh, okay. Okay, I need my astronauts to help me. All right, so... I want you to think about, you're going to have a bunch of friends over later. This is hypothetical. I can't tell you whether or not your friends or your parents are going to let this happen. But you get to decide what you're going to have as a treat. So on this side right here, you're going to see. So on this side, I want you to see, they're going to, you get all these cookies. So put all the cookies in that. Do you want all these cookies? More. And there's more. There's more. That's a lot of cookies. There you go. Okay, so you could have all those cookies, including the ones on the ground that the dancers are going to dance on. Okay? Or you could have all this ice cream. All this ice cream. You could have chocolate. You could have vanilla. You could have, yeah, just put it all in there. That's it, Leon. Oh, that's it. Yeah, just big, 
pile of ice cream. That was perfect. Here, what, let your kids behind you see all that ice cream. Just pop it all in there. All right, so wait, before you decide, let's take a poll. How many of you would pick cookies? How many of you would pick ice cream? What do you think you're going to pick? Which one would you pick? Ice cream. She's going to pick ice cream? Sadie, here's a more important question. Which one do you think that the Apostle Paul would pick? Do you think he, he wrote this ver- his, our memory verse? Would he pick cookies or ice cream? Cookies. Cookies? You know what he would pick? Both. Both. So when he says, when Apostle Paul says that God is able to, that this power in us is able to do infinitely more, it's actually, he couldn't decide between two words. It's, it's uh, exceedingly and abundantly. He's like, should I say exceedingly more or abundantly more? Exceedingly more or abundantly more? And he says, you know what? I'm, it's so big. It's so beyond us. I'm just going to put both words in there. And so actually when you read in the Greek, you actually see this idea that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly more. I mean, it's this compound word. It's so big. That what he's saying is, it, I, I don't even know how to tell you. I'm going to just give you the two biggest words I have. And it's, if you had to pick between cookies and ice cream, the answer is yes. It's yes. It's, it's both. That's the best way to describe it. All right, go backstage and you can go eat it all. Okay, go sit with your dad. So all that to say... Our kids are growing up super fast. We've got to think about what it is that's shaping them. And I want to encourage you to think about the God who wants to do exceedingly, abundantly, infinitely more than you think or imagine, more than you think or ask, allowing him to do this. So can I just invite you to to two things uh, as we uh, close out our time? Two things. One is, uh, I want to encourage you parents and families. Uh, we want you to encourage you to practice faith at home. Practice faith at home. Uh, we just simply know this. We love the time we get with your kids. We just know we just don't get that. We don't get as much as you do. And so here's what we're going to do. We're going to, one, try to create some awareness in you of your role that you get to play in your kids' lives. Don't give it all to us. Um, Recognize that you have a responsibility, you have a role to play in your kid's life, helping to develop uh, their faith. But second, we know that that sometimes that beyond having awareness, you just need some inspiration. You just need some, uh, the feeling that uh, you can do it. And we're going to try to do that for you as well. The third thing we will do is we will try to equip you. One of the things that's super cool today is when you walk out, you're going to get what's called faith at home. And uh, we have this little deck of cards that you're going to take for your family. And on the deck of cards, it's just a series of questions that we've put that come out of this this whole uh, Vacation Bible School experience that you can sit and talk with your kids about. I I have a a similar one like this, and I'll like lay in bed with my daughter, and we'll just sit there and go through these questions, and we'll talk through them, and we just have a a, a great time. We do a couple cards a night, and it's just so great to be able to have these conversations. 
But the last thing we're going to do is simply this. We, we want you to know we're going to come alongside of you. Uh, we, we're not going to just push this on you. We're going we're gonna to do it together with you. And so I want to encourage you to practice faith at home. Uh, we have a saying here. We kind of stole from Home Depot. You can do it. We can help. Uh, we, we have confidence you, but we're going to come alongside you the best we can to help you. And then the last thing I want to say this is that as our uh, dancers come out, we got a, a, a final song for you, is we want to encourage you to, to stay regular with us, worship regularly with us here at Beach Point. Uh, every Sunday, we have what's called one big idea. And the idea is this, that, when your, whole, that your whole family, um, from kids through youth, through adults, we have one big idea that we teach every Sunday, and it's for the whole church, all the generations, from uh, two-year-olds to 82-year-olds. Everyone is thinking through, because we think this is important, that we as a whole family are growing together. We want to encourage you that. And if you haven't seen already, um, the things you've seen this week are what you're going to experience on Tuesday night with Jackie Brandon does an amazing job with middle school. Justin does an incredible job with high school. And so we want you to know that as well. There's just so much great stuff for, for you to see. We, we are in it with you, okay? We are in it with you. Your kids, they are growing up really fast. But you don't have to be afraid of that. We are in it with you and know this, that God wants to do infinitely more, exceedingly, abundantly more. And so let's pray for that. God, we pray for the incredible things you want to do in the lives of our families. We pray that you would uh, inspire them, that you would equip them, and that you would empower them to come alongside their kids and help their faith develop. Help us, God, to come along as partners with them in this. Thank you for this week. We're so thankful for all the things you've done. Uh, we, just, we know that you're just getting started. Uh, you have infinitely more uh, than we could ask uh, or think. And so we, we pray these things in your son's name. Amen. Let's stand up as we close out.